We are rolling. All right. Wow. I am loving that intro music you got, all, Eric. <laughs> mm, what a nice ring it has wanna, to it. I don't want to give too much out at once. I oh. want people to look forward to something. Yeah. We wouldn't want to lead with our best foot forward. Let's talk about the things we do have, please. Okay. This is Time to Woke Up. I'm Corey. I'm Eric. All right. Today we have a hopefully a quick one, although it's hard for us to... Uh... You didn't talk about the things we have. Oh, we have an Instagram. Oh. <laughs> it is at time to woke up. We yes. have followers. Yep. And I just made our first post, so get excited. The quality is poor. Well. Photography wise. Right. But the content is key. So and we have a website. Yes, we do. Time to woke up dot com. We have a contact form up there. You can reach out to us. That doesn't necessarily mean we will get back to you, but we will read it. <laughs> Well, you can't even come up with a theme song, so you're definitely not going to respond think, to the emails. I think by the next 12 episodes, we'll have a song. Wow. I think people like that we just start. Uh-huh. So we'll get there. Wow. Are you going? Are you writing this song and then yes. recording it yourself? Is that, the, yes. is that why it's taking so much time? It's just going to be a boy. You know, that Sounds sound about right. <laughs> wow. So. What are we talking about today? Okay. So today is a quick update on... Kind of our realigning with intuitive eating with the kids after the holiday season. Yep. So overall, it is going well. Yes. They, we kind of ate through all of the holiday snacks and treats and all of that. And then we just didn't replenish them. Right. So, I mean, we still have, we always have ice cream in the house and Mm -hmm. we always have, you know, sweets of some sort because we don't believe those are bad and we can trust ourselves with them we don't believe they're bad but the problem with the holidays which is like i don't know we it's like november december it's it's halloween it's the sixth of the year it's halloween into all the way like all the way to new year's the problem with the holidays is one people you'll often get things as gifts that you don't no one's normally buying me a a plastic tube of snicker bars but that does happen (laughs) right in the holidays. And the other problem is like baking becomes a thing that you do because it's cold and like then you want to get your like it snowed yes. here. So you come in and you want to bake and you want and then it's just stuff is just out. I know. We baked a lot with the kids. I made all kinds of cookies with the kids. And- well, the muffins that you just made are mm, awesome. So good. But my point is like you can have things in the house like we do and it's not a big deal. But when there are just literal trays of cookies on the yeah. kitchen table. No five-year-old or three-year-old is going to look at that and not eat them. Right. It doesn't matter how intuitive we think or we're just gonna, they're just going to want grapes all the time. If right. they're just cookies everywhere, they're going to eat cookies. Yes. And we kind of ran into a bit of that. Yes. So we got rid of some of it, most of it uh, I ate uh, or the kids ate. <laughs> yeah, we, we worked through it. And so, yeah, we tried to not make it negative that we're eating all that. We just said to the kids... You know, that that was a lot of those were a lot of treats for the holidays. And now that it's over, we're just going to take kind of a break and let ourselves get back to balance because we talk a lot about it's about balance. So you can't eat only broccoli and you can't eat only Snickers. You have to find some sort of balance. And they seem to really get that. I mean, I heard Silas when we were talking, we were down our street talking to a neighbor. I think Silas said something around those lines to our neighbor, like, said, well, we're taking a break. We're trying to get more balance. So they do listen. You know, I mean, I don't know how much he really Well, you know what he said to me today, Silas did, that was super interesting. We were playing checkers. 
And uh, he asked me if he could go to the basement and get a snack. We keep like uh, backup food, like uh, extra pasta, extra sauce, like stuff we don't want to keep in the cabinet. And there was a bag of potato chips down there and he came up with it and he opened them and I didn't say anything. I had some. And then he said, um, he said, you know, our neighbor down the street calls this junk food, but we don't really believe in junk food. Right. And I was like, yeah, man, just eat it till you're full or you don't want any more. And he yeah. ate it like a bowl. And that was really it. Yeah. Like, it wasn't as if he had to house the whole bag. Yeah. I will say, though, I didn't tell you this, but I made a uh, <laughs> I didn't tell you, I totally forgot. I brought a peanut butter and fluff sandwich to work. Mm-hmm. I don't like eating food other than room temperature when I'm working. So I don't like hot food at work and I don't like cold food at work. So peanut butter and fluff sandwich is perfect. It's one of the only things you can consume. Yeah. Or, you know, I usually banana. eat that with like banana and some crackers and it's all perfect. I like <laughs> room temperature food at work. That's nice. So. I was eating a peanut butter and fluff and I yeah. I brought someone brought me like a Whitman's chocolate bar for Ooh. Christmas. Slide it I, right in there. I put it right between mm. the two pieces right between of those bread. two cheeks. Get it right in right there, Eric. As I was biting in, mm. the COO of the company walked in and he was like <laughs> he t- he asked me a question. He's like, "Oh yeah, get you know, get that file over to me whenever you can." Is that a chocolate bar in your sandwich? <laughs> <laughs> Is it damn like, right it like, is. Ed, it's the holidays. <laughs> I felt like such a what, jerk. Go for it. Why? I don't Why know. Are That's you a, a little because the fluff wasn't enough. <laughs> it sounds delicious to it me. It was. It was so good. Well, see? It was a hazelnut mm, chocolate bar. Don't tease me with that. That's delicious. anyway. So how has it been? I'll give you my take on how it's been with the kids. Okay. Well, because I have been home with them every day, all day, forever and ever. And That's ever true. During the break, so I'm interested in your take. <laughs> Listen, not all of us can be teachers. Some of us have to go to work. I know. It's been so hard for you. My take is that their sleep has been the most marked improved thing. Yes. Like, not only um, not only the ability to go to sleep and, and their ability to stay asleep in the morning, but, like, I feel like when they're tired, they trust that and they go to bed and they wind down easier at night. And, like, I can sit and read to them. Yeah. There's no fight about the sleep. Whereas when they're eating a lot of sugar... Sleep yes. is like what, sleep was one of the first things that becomes a problem. Yes. Like fights a, about sleep. Yeah, that's an interesting observation. I hadn't really put the two together. I also think that, you know, so Silas is five and three quarters, as he likes yes. to tell them. So we really, every holiday season catches me off guard, even though I should know what's coming. Do you know what I mean? Like, I should know they are young. They're super excited about the holidays. We've had the tree up since the day after Thanksgiving. They're all ramped up. So I think, yes, a lot of it is the sugar. And I hadn't really thought about that. But I also think a lot of it is just pure excitement and adrenaline. And I think they're coming off of that because Christmas happened. And then that and now we can. Um, and and I think they'll do even better once they're back into school and their routine starts again. <laughs> yeah. The other thing is when they're at school and they sit down and we pack like a bento box lunch where each set, you know, it's it's a way to pack like loose foods in a container. Like right. if you don't know. So you don't use a Tupperware. You don't use bags. It's like this thing that they open. It's like a yeah. briefcase of food. We have I think the brand we use is Yum Box. Yum Box. It's very, it's very good. Yeah. 
and they sit down with their peers at like a def- like a defined lunchtime and it's very much in control and they have a place that they sit and they have to you know they have to line up they have to wash their hands first they have to sit down they have to wait to start eating for everybody so it's very routine and scheduled mm-hmm. so the eating part just happens yeah like they just eat like if we pack them carrots and grapes uh and and uh i always put like a like we always put like a starch, like a cracker or something. Yeah. But they'll just eat it. Like there's no anything. It just, they just well, eat it. And everyone around them is doing it. So they right. do it. And it's like a this yes. group thing, but it works. So, I mean, if we packed them just a bunch of brownies, they would eat those, but they will sure. just eat what we pack them. Yeah. For the most part. They I've, have gotten very vocal lately when I pack the lunches. Well, you like can't if pack they want to interject, and I'm like, if, if it's the night before, like you don't get to tell me what goes in your lunch, or you can pack it, but and you, you don't know, suddenly dislike turkey, right? Like, <laughs> and they're so not, annoying. I mean, I guess we could let them pack their own lunches, but I not. do, but we will not. Yeah, so they don't. Yeah. So how well, have you seen? Like, how have the kids been? You've been with the kids now for like eleven or twelve day, days, like fifty nine. Yeah, yeah. I don't know what so it is. it's really. I mean, really, I had maybe a, a week and a half of work in between the Thanksgiving break and then the Christmas break. There right. was a snow day in there. I mean, it was really. We've been together for a long time now, the kids and I, and I will be the first to say that I have so much respect and admiration for stay-at-home parents. It is not something I think I could do, or I obviously could do it if I had to, but I don't know if I would do it well. But I have enjoyed this time home with them. I agree, sleep is getting better, and the eating has been I mean, I, I, I hate to say much better, but they just seem much more in tune, more willing to eat a variety of foods. They haven't been requesting as many sweets. Overall, I think it's been great. I mean, Salas, is, he hits less. Like, yeah. he's less physical. He yeah. reads more when his diet is better. I mean, that's that's so bizarre. Like, I, is, I don't know if there's it's science balanced, I'm that's sure. looked into it. But, like, is there a science that says, like, if you have a relatively balanced diet between carbs and sugar and fat and any, I don't well, know, whatever else sugar. there is? I mean, like, at the, that has to be at least part of it. Is but does it lead to not... better concentration or higher, like, cognitive function? Th- well, they say if you eat a balanced breakfast that you do better in school. I mean, yeah. I definitely have heard at least, you know. You know, I always just thought stuff like that. that was just bullshit. Like they fed to kids to like get them to eat I don't know. or drink their chocolate. Milk I certainly feel better when I've had a good, balanced, nutritious meal. I definitely in the feel it in the day. I definitely feel it more when I don't. Sure. As a like, it's just if I guess if we have like for breakfast, like eggs and a bagel, and I have some coffee and I have some water. I feel fine until lunch. I don't really think about it. But if I just have a bagel or if I just have like seven cinnamon rolls. Yeah. It hits you. By like 10 o'clock, I well, feel terrible. Well, the drop is because wanna, it's it, your... I, my coffee intake goes through the roof. Yes. Then I want three, four coffees like, right. before we lunch. We want to keep the caffeine yeah. slash sugar rush going. Very interesting. And so – and and part of intuitive eating is really listening to your body. So I, I, I have now come to a – part of intuitive eating a phase for myself where i can hear it's almost as if i hear this is gonna make me sound a little woo woo but i can hear that i need leafy greens in my head like somewhere it's like You've kale said that you know like i can i just feel it and we had we tried black bean uh burgers tonight yeah they were awesome and sweet potatoes are, i can just feel it and when i saw the naturopath and I said something along the lines of, oh, I was really craving beets. And she's like, oh, you really need, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever thing is in beets. She's like, oh, that's you. You need that. And that's your body telling you. Our bodies are so amazing. I wish that 
diet culture and just our society at large was we, we were more accepting and encouraging of just listening to ourselves because we know what we want, but we so often seek someone else or a book or a website or a trainer or whoever to tell us what we want. But we know we our know. bodies know what we need and what we want. I especially encourage all my friends that are pregnant. I said, just go with it. If you need something, then trust your body. It's growing a human. If you crave something, just eat it. Which, by the way, we have a... So many. So many friends. So when we so first many got pregnant with Silas and first had Silas for the first couple of years before Olive, we were the only people in our circle yeah. that had kids. Mm-hmm. Like, literally. Yeah. Now, I don't know. that We have ten, probably 10 friends who either have kids under the age of one. Or mm-hmm. who are expecting either their yeah. first or second. Mm-hmm. It's incredible how yeah. how quickly it has changed. Yeah. So that's and that's kind of my life. My life goal is to just listen to myself. So remember, I told you recently that I just was reminiscing about long bike rides, and I was just so then I made some time today and I went on one. Right. You know, I that I'm trying to listen to my body, and it said long bike ride is what you need, and it felt great. Yeah. You know. So so I'm just trying to honor that. And take time and not make excuses. You know, I feel bad for, well, I mean, you were pregnant not that long ago. It's only three and a half years ago or Mm -hmm. give or take. Like, I feel bad for pregnant women because, first of all, there's the old, like, sitcom three men and a baby cliche of, like, I want pickles and ice cream and tacos or or remember those those uh, Taco Bell commercials. I want something crunchy easy and the yeah. husband would like run out. <laughs> so like there's this expectation that you're just going to want to eat nothing but but chocolate. I, I, uh-huh. I don't even know if that's uh-huh. true. I'm not uh-huh. saying cravings don't happen. Right. But it's like become this like comical cliche. Yeah. But at the same time, there's all of these rules uh-huh. and the rules around what you can and can't do or eat as a pregnant woman mostly come from forums like web forums and facebook groups yes. of other women creating rules fear-mongering yeah it's unbelievable yes. it's like yes. a self-sustaining ecosystem of rule makings yes and and like fear and shaming and shaming yes. oh my gosh yes and it's and you know what i say to all that all of it eric fuck them <laughs> <laughs> just fuck them <laughs> but it's so it's got especially if it's your first child mm-hmm. or god forbid you've had some kind of difficulty getting pregnant. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah. Just so like so much, how yeah. many women get pregnant, lose that pregnancy at some any point in the process? Mm-hmm. Like once they know, once you know you're pregnant, I don't if you're I don't care if you're two hours pregnant and you figure it out or you're 20 yeah. weeks pregnant. Right. Yeah. Once you lose that pregnancy and it happened to us. The only thing I'd imagine you're thinking is, well, what did I do? Oh, absolutely. I mean, not the That husband, should be a but... whole nother. I mean, we can probably wrap this update yeah. episode up, but that should be a whole nother. But it's these food episode. rules. So then you have some woman thinking, well, God, if, Everything. I, didn't, if I didn't have that large cup of coffee, right. I might have a child. Well, right when now. I, and I, this is what I'll, I'll leave it at. When I had the chemical pregnancy, which for those that don't know, is when you, I was testing very early. We were trying to get pregnant with Silas, and I was testing very early with these very sensitive pregnancy tests. And I knew very early that I was pregnant. And then each pregnancy test after that for the next week or two was coming back less and less positive, right? So your my body basically aborted the, the pregnancy for one reason or another. And I had to tell someone at work 
because I was kind of a mess and there was a big event at work that I had to go to. And a woman I work with who has kids said, oh, honey, don't worry. I'm sure it's not your fault. (laughs) And I had never thought it was my fault until she said that. And she was so well-intentioned. I mean, but that's where everything about, I find motherhood in particular, I think parenthood, but motherhood, you always come back, at least I came back to, is it my fault? Did I do something wrong? So if your your kid is, child is born and there's some issue or, or, or even, you know, Silas is super hyperactive and I think, ooh, did I have too much coffee? You know, (laughs) so we're just so, but that's also... I feel like, and and maybe this is a stretch, but it's also just an extension of the patriarchy. It's just that like women are constantly questioning themselves, and and just motherhood is just another way to be. To I mean, think. there are, I would fathom to guess, zero men who are creating and enforcing these rules. These rules are created yes. by, <laughs> enforced by. Yes. Women only. Yes. Is there a matriarchy? No, but I'm saying that. Because this is the matriarchy. Women question themselves. Women do not listen to themselves. It's This isn't women question. It's it's both. Women are questioning themselves because they're being shamed by women. Yes. That's not the patriarchy. That's you being a bitch. Keep it to yourself. Right. It's like, this is what you're doing. I know. You're hopping on these forums like, well, I've got four kids and oh, blah, blah, yeah. blah. It's the, like, oh, shut gosh, up. Preachy, preachy. It's so shaming. Yeah. yeah. I I have a friend that's uh, – I we, we have a lot of friends. One of my friends is due with her first was – had just texted me the other day and said, oof, a lot of shaming, huh? You yeah. know, about what, how much weight you gain and watch – don't yeah. eat this and eat that. And she said, I'm just going to eat what I want to eat and I'm not going to weigh myself. I said, "Uh, yeah. That's what you should do forever. Right. <laughs> but definitely now – you know, I'd like so to anyway. do an episode in the future on the matriarchy. I, you're going to have to. Do you know that I've read that it's a very common response for men when you talk about the patriarchy and feminism that they immediately turn it around and say, well, what about? And then they they, they talk about the matriarchy. A or, woman telling a pregnant woman that she may or may not have lost her pregnancy no, because of her food choices. I'm not saying is the matriarchy. I'm not saying that that's a is patriarchy. Is there a countryarchy? Will you listen to it's what I'm saying? Listen to what I'm saying. Mm. Don't get defensive as a man. I'm not getting defensive. I'm You're, pissed. You are. Yes. Look at these women, these idiots. Yeah, these I know. forum Ugh, women, and we're like everywhere. It's the, it's these forum moms. Yeah. Shut up. Well, that's true, but. I'm not saying the patriarchy is making women angry and yelling at each other, but I am saying that I think an oppressive system where women are constantly questioning whether they are a good fit for their job, are eligible for their job, qualified, can they balance work and whatever, that that oppressive male-driven system, this is just a further example of women just not listening and being confident in themselves doesn't have anything to do with men. It's the system that women question themselves. That's all I'm saying. I'm not saying that there's a man behind a computer somewhere driving all these message boards. But there probably is. There's not. There definitely is. My final thought is take your anger out on your useless moron husband who's locked himself (laughs) in his basement work from home office where he all of a sudden is all of a sudden he's the best employee of all time working 45, 50 hours a week. He doesn't want to be around you or your kid. Take your anger out on him, not on the fellow women. The other women. Who need you. Yes. Bottom line, kids are are doing great. 
yeah, our kids are doing great. They're eating. I mean, this was such a non-episode because they're doing great. So that's good. I mean, you know, nothing is without its bumps. and. If we wrap it up in 20 seconds, it's less than 20 minutes. All right, let's do it. This is Time to Woke Up. It's Corey. You need to say, I need to say it's Eric. So you say it's Corey. So I say audio. So you say it's time. You have to go first. No, you say it's time to woke up. It's time to woke up. I'm Eric. I'm Corey. Adios.